The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, everybody. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the show. Uh, so excited today. This is a, a very special, maybe I've said it before, but I think this might be our specialist episode. They just get more and more special I, you're every right. time. You're right. Can we only can't improve. stop getting specialer. <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in. We're talking today with two of our brand new best friends uh, from the iHeartRadio podcast, Tossed Popcorn. We have Liana and Sienna here today. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hello, new best friends. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> so honored to uh, be here. We, oh yeah, we love uh, we love expanding our little romantic circle over here. Right. Ridiculous we, like to, we like to invite new people and keep it fresh. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so right. important. Real interesting. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In the sound booth. You know. <laughs> um, will you tell us a little about your show and yourselves? <laughs> Uh, yes. that, is, I, I'm just throwing this at you. Like I, I was <laughs> born in... Yes, please. Perfect. I was yeah, born too. We both oh, were wow. born. <laughs> we are two women Diana who both born. were birthed. <laughs> wow, we have so much in common. Thank you. We're very brave. <laughs> we have a movie podcast where we are going yeah. down the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the 10th Anniversary Edition. Um, mm-hmm. And we both... Uh, 
don't really get a lot of movies, nor have we enjoyed a lot before doing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we thought we're going to go through all the classics, see what we think, see what we get from them as people who don't really get the medium. Yes, we're taking them yeah, off their pedestal right. and giving them a blunt and honest look. I love Marvel films, just by the way. <laughs> I do enjoy uh, some films, uh, and it's the Marvel ones. Company. That's <laughs> us, too. Company, I mean, I like movies with good colors. I like movies with good colors and things, so not, yeah. not okay. the blue tone or whatever of Marvel. I don't know what Marvel colors are, but <laughs> Muppet <laughs> colors? Now, Look, hello. I also love the Muppets. Yeah. Between um, the two of you, these are those are pretty much our two favorite kinds of movies. Oh, really? so Beautiful. Yeah. I'll also yeah. say this is uh, the second recording in two hours in which Sienna has mentioned Muppets. <laughs> She's a big fan. Muppets should be mentioned uh, often. Guilty. <laughs> Can't talk about them too much. <laughs> no, no, more Muppets, please. Now more than ever. Yes. Now more than ever, we need Muppets. That's actually true because they're so pure and friendly and wholesome and yeah. kind. We could use more of that. And <laughs> flustered and flustered hilarious and, and yes. frustrated. Very Hermit's frustration. Forward. As someone who was an artistic director of a theater company for okay. a few years, mm -hmm. Kermit's flustered backstage like <laughs> challenge just keeping his shit together is definitely something I relate yeah. to. Yeah, very real. Uh, <laughs> yes. Y'all y'all have some theater background too, isn't that right? <laughs> Thank you so much. Gosh. Thank you How for you know? <laughs> Uh Yeah, I was a theater major in college yes. and then do comedy stuff here in L.A., Nice. Awesome. Yeah. We met on our improv team in college as well. Yes. Oh, and cool. I, I here in LA was once told on a date that I looked like I had quote improv hair. Oh. So, so cursed. <laughs> Though I wasn't on a full team here. <laughs> wow. That's a very good insight into dating in Los Angeles and how, how <laughs> okay. much of a nightmare it okay. is. Well, it is so awesome to have you guys on Ridiculous Romance. I think we came up with a really good crossover type episode yeah. <laughs> for our two podcasts. Um, where we're going to talk about the real story behind the Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore hit movie. <laughs> hit movie? We can call it a hit. Yeah, sure. It, yeah. Hit movie? Yeah. With some something. 50 first dates. <laughs> yeah, they, they hit some, somebody hit loved it. Uh -huh. You know, somebody. Is I heard somebody favorite. got hit in the movie. <laughs> there were, somebody yeah, that's, several people got fit. Times. They got hit. Yeah. Perfect. With a bat. Walrus. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. With a bat. Right. Yeah, Rob Schneider getting a hit, man with a got bat, hit with which a is bat. the best part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch a movie just Rob Schneider getting hit by a bat. True. Like, All right. Liana, yeah. has, Liana has described several of the classic movies that we have seen as just men getting hit with a bat. Men hitting so each other with bats. So this yeah. could slide right into the AFI list. This, okay. Perfect, yes. The AFI list, AFI 50 first dates. <laughs> yeah. It really fits on It there. would change the tone. It would change the tone. <laughs> mm. Well, I know that uh, everyone's been waiting for someone to do a, a nice hour-long review of the movie Fifty First Dates, yes. um, and we decided this that. is the best place to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's saying it. It's trending. Mm -hmm. It's constantly trending. <laughs> yeah, um, getting pinged about it every day. <laughs> when I saw but your email we, that you were going to be talking about this, I said, "Thank God." Yes, it's about dang time. <laughs> I know. Now more yes. than ever, someone <laughs> needs to talk. We thought this is a big episode. Is this the right one to use it on? I think. No. I think it's. I think it's this is deep. it. It's time. It it's is time. time. We can. Uh, well, we found this woman, Michelle Philpotts, and her husband Ian, who uh, she suffers from a very similar condition to the one that Drew Barrymore has in Fifty First Dates, and it must be said that Fifty First Dates is not based on this woman's story. A lot mm -hmm. of people says say it is. But it's very different. Mm. Um, 
uh, any neuropsychologist would tell you that the movie is an outrageous <laughs> depiction <laughs> of, of, of this particular type of amnesia. Um, but uh, but a lot of people associate this story with this movie. So we want to talk about that today. We brought you guys here to talk about this movie and this condition, which has been really fascinating to learn about. Uh, and we're going to make some new memories oh. uh, as we talk about this and like hopefully that. not lose them. How does that sound? Them. Should we dive into the theme song? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. Hey there, friends, come listen well. Eli and Diana got some stories to tell. There's no matchmaking or romantic tips. It's just about ridiculous relationships. A lover might be any type of person at all. An abstract concept or a concrete wall. But if there's a story worth a second glance, we'll put it in a show, Ridiculous Romance. A production of iHeartRadio. So Michelle Philpotts is a 55-year-old woman in the UK who suffers from an extreme case of a condition called anterograde amnesia, which is where her brain has lost the ability to store new memories. Um, so this, I mean, and I can relate to this because I can't, I shouldn't say I can relate to this because it's probably a very different <laughs> legitimate disability to my just clinically shitty memory. Um, <laughs> yes. so, but I have the same condition I, that you do. Yeah. yeah. Clinically <laughs> shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk memory. We, we dug up some information about this because we like to learn stuff that, you know, isn't necessarily the direct subject of our show, but mm -hmm. hey, we're learning, right? Yeah. Um, there's two types <laughs> of memory, right? We've got declarative memory and procedural memory. And declarative memory is your recollection of facts. Like these are subdivided into episodic memory, which can be real specific. Uh, something like, you know, some asshole in a red SUV cut me off yesterday while he was coming out of the Starbucks. Like very specific details. Mm -hmm. I remember that happened. I'll never forget. Um, <laughs> I'll be mad at him for life. Exactly. <laughs> uh, then there's semantic memory, the other type of declarative memory, which is more like... Um, I know that I own a stapler, but I don't know where it is. Yes. I don't know if it's got staples in it. I don't know where yes. I bought it. Absolutely. It's just deep in my brain somewhere. Haven't but it does seen exist. it in years. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and when? then there's procedural memory on the flip side, which is like uh, how to do things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know how to use a can opener. I know how to tie my shoes. I could still do the Macarena. Uh, that's procedural memory. Wow. Right? Big day for you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Open a can, can put your shoes on, and do the macarena. <laughs> yeah. And that's a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anterograde amnesia typically just affects that type of declarative memory. So people with this condition, they can remember how to make a phone call or if they already knew, they can remember how to play the piano. Mm. I imagine they can't just suddenly play the piano. <laughs> what if you could? What, yeah. That'd what if you, if you just that transferred memories? That happened to yeah. someone. I have no oh, further yeah. information. Please do no not ask way me. She... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a guy like suddenly knew Spanish or something. Yeah, it was like some uh -huh. brain injury, in and yeah, yeah, he had suddenly had a totally different personality and skill mm -hmm. set. It'd be yeah, cool if weird. you could knock your heads together and memories would transfer between. <gasps> ah, yeah, like uh, Apple products can kind of do that now, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're like, getting close. You just airdrop things. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> by smacking your foreheads walk, together. Yeah. I'm ready. This is I'm the ready. deleted scene from The Matrix they didn't show us. <laughs> well. Clonk. <laughs> why not? <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So when you have anterograde amnesia, you remember how to play the piano, but you can't necessarily remember what you did 
this morning. Mm. You know, something very recent. And according to VeryWellMind.com, that's because declarative and procedural memories are stored in different parts of the brain. And typically, people lose the episodic memory, but not the semantics. So they, again, they remember that they own the stapler, but they Mm -hmm. can't remember if they used it today or anything they did. Or they just suddenly have stapled pages, and they're like, well... I'll put two and two together if I can remember how to do that. (laughs) I mean, is now the time. Have y'all been watching Moon Knight on Disney Plus? Oh, yes. Absolutely. You know we have. (laughs) Is it time? Should we talk about Moon Knight? (laughs) It is the time. Let's go. We can talk about Moon Knight. I'm always down for a Moon Knight. (laughs) I know he has completely a different situation going on, but uh, But I'm sure he woke up with something stapled that he did not remember stapling. Exactly. He's clearly going out and buying goldfish every other night to replace that was so sweet. I know. That was sweet. I would Mark. like to see a scene of Mark Spector buying the gold. Yeah. yeah. His, oh, my God. His, his, his self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just they care about each other I so know. much. They're like, little, they're like brothers. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's beautiful. Obsessed. Also, Oscar Isaac. Like, I just don't wow. do anything. Yeah. That, he a- could anything. ruin my life, and I would say thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, Same. Lisa had a That's good time. That's kind of a universal opinion, I think, about Oscar Isaac. He's just a <laughs> special true. someone. So, yeah. <laughs> so, some memories are stored in a different part of the brain. And some memories uh-huh. are stored in another one of you who's in there and being utilized by, <laughs> right. a, by yes. a disgraced god. Yeah, by a mercenary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sur- serving and for some reason, they didn't include the mercenary god in 51st State. Weird. Oh, Why yeah. not? Weird. That was Inaccurate. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I would like to see Adam Sandler and Khonshu have a little conversation. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's going to be the next avatar. Oh, no. <laughs> what a different vibe for <laughs> Different vibe. Uh, now we've got retrograde amnesia. That's the other kind. That's the kind you see in movies a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. This is where, like, soap operas. Yeah. the 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 differentiation between retrograde and anterograde is the moment where the incident happened that caused you to lose your memories. Like, if, you, if it was a head trauma or something like that. Retrograde amnesia. You totally forget everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever knew. You'll retain your identity usually uh, and your skills, but I can't remember what I did six years ago before the accident. But anterograde amnesia, you remember everything before the accident, but you lose your short-term memory afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the difference here. So if somebody dropped a piano on your head from that day forward, you can't remember what you did each day, but you still remember your whole life before the piano incident. That's anterograde amnesia. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And also amazing of you to have made it through that. Oh, no, yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. I mean, if, or if you just town. have some short-term memory <laughs> issues, town, that's exactly. kind of incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a full and piano? that's how you learn to play the piano. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because it's, it's like, smacked you on the head and air yes. drops all right. of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it was a player piano. It was a player piano. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rarer still is psychogenic amnesia. Which is like the Jason Bourne mm-hmm. situation, the sort of where am I, who am I, how can I kill someone with a ballpoint pen? <laughs> I didn't know I could do that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Tallarico, who is an assistant professor of psychology at Lafayette College, says that Bourne, Jason Bourne's amnesia is, quote, grounded in real life experiences. But him forgetting and then like slowly retrieving his memories and like remembering throughout the movie more and more information, that's more a plot device than actual reality. Right, right. 
Yeah, you'll find a lot of neuropsychologists talking about movies and amnesia and mm -hmm. what nonsense they are. <laughs> um, I did find one, though, this woman, um, uh, Sally Baxendale from England. She says that most of these movies are nonsense, but she says three exceptions stand out for her. Okay. Uh, one is a Spanish TV series called I Know Who You Are from oh. 2017. <laughs> I'm mm. not familiar with this, but no. she says it's really well-researched, pretty good depiction of amnesia. Okay. Um, another, she says, is Memento, uh, oh. the Christopher Nolan movie from 2000. She said that's actually pretty accurate, and the way that he cuts it together does give you kind of an idea of what it would be like to live with that. Hmm. That's true, because wow. you're constantly going, what? What? what, what how did I get here? <laughs> Wait, What's happening? What? <laughs> mm. um, makes sense to me. The third, I was quite fascinated. She said... Uh, as an accurate portrayal of people with memory difficulties and the people who who associate with them is finding Nemo. <gasps> she, she says she says it's played for laughs a lot, but there's some really poignant moments with Dory where she's lost and alone and confused. And that the Aww. frustration that the other fish have dealing with her is really accurate in terms of <laughs> a depiction of how people who live with amnesiac patients feel. Oh, my God. Um, so big ups to Finding Dory wow. or Finding Nemo. Wow. Yeah. P. Sherman, 42 yeah. Wallaby Way, Sydney. <laughs> nice. There you go. Look at that memory. Yeah. See, your memory's sharp. <laughs> I don't remember a single detail memory. about my own friends. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't remember that. I know, right? like, exactly. I don't know my best friend's address, but I can tell you. <laughs> but the main movie that we're here to talk about today is the 2004 romantic comedy starring Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. 51st Dates. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we don't normally tackle fictional romances on this show, although we thought about it. <laughs> um, but this is going to lead us into a true story of a woman who has anterograde amnesia and her husband who cares for her. Oh. And so we're going to get into all that right after this commercial break. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Ridiculous Romance and Tossed Popcorn. Mm. Two for the price of one. 50 first dates. Um, 2004 movie. Uh, We just uh, just saw it for the first time the other night. Yeah. In in our heavy research for this show. Um, and, uh, it's quite a, quite a film. I don't know. Are you, are, are you guys, you guys aren't big. Your, your thing is that you're not big movie people, right? Like, you you know, like, yes. so what's your Adam Sandler take and history? <laughs> and everyone has one. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's... Everyone has a take. What's your Adam Sandler take? <laughs> we actually haven't discussed this yet. If you can believe it, he has not had a film on the AFI list yet. <laughs> Yeah, right? shocking. Come on. Shocking. Honestly, I, I love someone who just really dresses how they wish to in a very comfortable he way. Sure does. He I respect sure that does. the heck out of that. Um yeah. I've seen Fifty First Dates and I've seen his movie Click about the remote. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. oh, okay. Saw right, right. Did not see Click. <laughs> Surprisingly poignant. Which is also okay. how oh, I felt okay. about Fifty First Dates, actually. Yeah. True. Yeah. Very um, true. And I've I've heard great things about him in Uncut Gems, a film I will absolutely never watch. Due to yeah, the we haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. That's definitely it's been on our list for a long time, but it's one of those you're like, all right, I gotta like gear myself up for this. Yeah, yeah. You really gotta be in a certain state. Of, one time, somebody came over to pick something up for my apartment, and he was like, "I'm just in the middle of watching Uncut Gems." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> you pa- it feels very weird. It? It, like I feel sort of invasive seeing you in the middle right. of experiencing Uncut Gems. Films. You should go right. back and <laughs> take care of that. People keep telling me. Oh, Finish. you've, you've got to watch it. It's so stressful. <laughs> right. Like, that's not. You'll feel so bad. <laughs> no, yeah. listen, you'll feel so bad. But then it gets to the end and you'll feel worse. Uh-huh. Right. I can't wait to spend my very small amount of entertainment hours yeah. on yeah. feeling bad yeah. and stressed out. Yay. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. You know, recommending Succession to people in like the very, when it first oh, came out, I was right, like, yeah. right. you should watch it. It's really good. But also, I don't want to make you, I mean, your, your day might be. It's going to be a dark end to your day. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, we watched but so worth it. Succession too, and it yeah. was very true. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right. We had to take a break because we were midway through season one, like during the 2020 election. <laughs> and it was just like, I can't keep right. watching these Rich people families. do these yeah. things. <laughs> do things. But we went mm-hmm. back to it and loved it. Yeah, uh, yeah it was definitely yeah. worth it. Definitely yeah. worth it. Um, myself and Ad- Adam Sandler, our sort of yeah. relationship. Oh. Me and Adam, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> I, I've seen Bedtime Stories on accident. Oh, Remember yeah. that film? Yeah. I don't know if he even, somehow I saw some of that and it was pretty bad. I was like oh. at an age where I, I knew it was bad. Mm. It was like a high school. <laughs> It's like this. I think this might not be a good end to a movie, but it was right. I don't think people are talking about how good bedtime stories is. Mm-mm. So that's yeah. Okay. yeah. And then I've seen part of Fifty First Dates at a hotel. She's seen okay. twenty five first dates. Yeah, <laughs> I just saw the beginning and the end. <laughs> oh and well. Yeah. Then I saw the trailer. That's all you need. Well, that's, so that's what I've seen. Okay. You, you got it. That's close enough. Yeah. It's basically the movie. <laughs> uh. What about you? What's your Adam Sandler take? Well, I mean, I, you know, when I was a kid, it was, I guess, Billy, no, Happy Gilmore was the first one I saw. Yeah. And I, the Happy Gilmore's. It's funny. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a little aggressive. It's very loud. <laughs> it's very um, loud. And that was always my problem with Billy Madison is just a lot of screaming. Yeah. Um, and that was always yeah. too much. But I will say, I thought Fifty First Dates was really kind of sweet and poignant, too. Yeah, um, that's true. I, I mean, he's he's got that. Even in what I would say, or I've actually seen a lot of his movies, I guess, uh, and I don't I know, like many the of them, like Big Daddy, uh, <laughs> some of those yeah, mid-range Big ones. Nothing. And I was like, he does put heart into them. Mm. Um, it's just hard because he's he does these like intentionally obnoxious characters a lot. Um, right. But but you know they're sweet. Yeah. Little Nicky actually surprised me uh, in its sweetness. It is hard to watch him do that character for ninety minutes, but mm-hmm. it's got it's got some heart to it. <laughs> I don't know. I like I like to I loved Wedding Singer um, when I was in high school, and I liked I like his sweeter ones, I guess, more than his screaming, obnoxious <laughs> child men, right? <laughs> men right. and child. Characters. That's a reasonable take. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a pretty reasonable take. I did walk out of Punch Drunk Love <laughs> when I went oh, and saw that. That was supposed yeah. to be his like first, I don't know, serious type of yeah, it was movie his, like, or whatever. And, acting movie. Yeah, yeah, it was like first like I'm gonna try this acting thing, and a lot of people really like it, and I just was like, okay, I'm gonna go. I think I went and saw Eight Mile. <laughs> I think oh, I walked right. out and went to see Eight Mile. <laughs> That's a good switch. Uh, I didn't regret it at the time. <laughs> I feel fine about it now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, but this movie surprised me because I really definitely saw the trailer for this when it came out. And I was like, that sounds so creepy that she can't remember him and he can do anything, <laughs> you know, at any time. Right. And she would not have any idea the next day. That's really Absolutely. gross. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Ooh, I was like, I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, but, yeah. When watching it, I was like, no, they really addressed that. They, you know, they, they, they made it. They made it work. Well, I guess for the listeners, real quick, who aren't familiar with the movie, just yeah. to recap, it is about uh, Adam Sandler is for some reason at the beginning of the movie a a, a nasty con man Womanizing. who like lies to women to sleep with them, <laughs> and then sends them away. In, I hadn't seen this in years, and then we watched right. the trailer for it before this recording, and I was like, whoa. Because I remember the end of it being very sweet and their kind of relationship between the two of them being quite sweet. And that's the only thing I held on to. And then to see him like pretend to be a spy and there's like a whole rotating door of white women that he's been going out with. Yes. What the heck? 
And it's and, so and Kevin James that one time. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin so I guess James. he's open yeah, to totally. experimentation. Is that what we needed to know about Henry? <laughs> and then it, that only lasts for like the first ten minutes of the movie, and then all of a sudden he's very That's, sweet yeah. and kind and like wants to do the right thing all the time. So it's it was super weird to me. <laughs> yeah, that it opens couldn't like be that way for the whole movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Why did you I, they need didn't that? know that in two thousand four? You know, I think that was that's weird. true. Oh, you know, we were all learning. Studios yeah. were oh, unaware right. that men can just <laughs> be <laughs> nice to women. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, have shorten that part. <laughs> Isn't he like a vet or something? I saw him with a walrus. Yeah. Yeah. He's a marine vet. Walrus or a, steals a, a show. Aquatic mm-hmm. vet. I don't know. Not a not a military marine. But like, he's, like an he's a marine. A marine. Adam Sandler is a vet marine. for the marines. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a marine and you have a dog, he will look after. Yeah. He's on it. Uh, um, no, an aquarium. Yeah, he's like an aquarium vet. Um, and uh, and and he meets Drew Barrymore at a cafe. And she has uh, a made-up condition. <laughs> they called it in the movie. Uh, Mc- what was it called? Feld- Gold oh, Feldman yeah. syndrome. It was something weird, like something right. like that. I guess we should have had that it's written down. Totally invented, uh, mm-hmm. but it is a, a sort of version of anterograde amnesia, where every day she wakes up and can't remember anything after this car accident that she has. She still thinks it's uh, what? How many? How long has it been? It had been a year. It had been a year. Yeah. So yeah. she still thought it was a year before. And her dad and brother, for some reason, were like making her relive the same day over and over again. <laughs> right. Oh so God. it was always his birthday for a year. And she would paint a mural and they would paint over it after she went to sleep. <laughs> and they would replace a newspaper. I was just like, why are you doing this? Her brother, played by <laughs> Sean Astin, yes, uh, is coming Genji. straight out of Lord of the Rings, who apparently just wanted something very different. Well, and he, he, found, he it. found it. He sure did that. <laughs> he found that, that was, I mean, if nothing else, it was definitely different <laughs> from uh-huh. what he was doing in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he had a mesh shirts on and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Long oh, way from right. the potato stew. Share the load, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> but interestingly enough, like kind of we were talking about with this movie, he is this character who I think. 10 years earlier in like a 90s movie would have been the bad guy like this jock asshole Mm -hmm. but he's also ultimately very sweet he's just kind of dumb and I think the only way this movie works is that every character is actually incredibly sweet uh, Mm -hmm. at at the end of the day because otherwise any one of them she would be const- under constant threat of being taken advantage of I think and it only works because everyone in the movie is never going to do that Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. It was definitely. I was like, how do I feel like rom com vibes when I'm like constantly on the alert for right, <laughs> some inappropriate yeah. shit? Right. There really is a lot of love between all the characters, which is nice. Yeah, but it yeah. is yeah. truly funny that, like, if you get in a car crash and then your dad and your brother are like. I guess we have to do this day over and over again for a year. Like, yes. how was that possibly the best solution oh to <laughs> what she was I, experiencing? Outrageous. The, Exactly. And the fact that it lasted a whole year before anyone else came along and said, why don't we try something different? If <laughs> I did that for two days. Idea, I exactly. I would, out, if the out. first time I had to repaint a mural, I'd be like, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. I'm not having another pineapple upside down cake. I'm just like, no, we pretending either. Like, oh, yeah, let's definitely get a pineapple for the first time, not the seventh <laughs> time this week. <laughs> <laughs> they watch The Sixth Sense every, every... night because oh, no. she bought her dad for his right. birthday and the VHS of Sixth Sense and they have to pretend he's getting it as his gift and then watch it every night and pretend they don't know the ending. The twist. No. 
This definitely, this, like, the third time I would have broken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's just tell her the truth. <laughs> yes. So Adam Sandler comes along, falls in love with her, mm-hmm. uh, uh, meets her every day, uh, and and reintroduces himself because he just... At first, he's. I think he's trying to prove to himself that he can make this girl like him mm. over Every and over time, again. Yeah. But eventually, he just wants to spend an hour hanging out with her, mm-hmm. like 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 a first date, I guess. Well, Every yeah. day, and uh, she almost always goes for it. Um, gets a little weird into the. Uh, he kind of manipulates her a little bit, like when he That's ties true. himself up on the side of the road, <laughs> pretending to be kidnapped, knowing that mm-hmm. she's going to drive by. And waiting for her. He gets <laughs> Rob Schneider. Who, if I can pause and talk about Rob okay, Schneider in this Rob movie Schneider. for a second, <laughs> who's doing this weird, like, brown face and accent, Hawaiian accent that he's what got accent? no business there's doing. No, there's no place of origin for that accent. It is yeah. from all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uncomfortable. It's, it was weird. And then um, he had all these pineapple, like, leaves or banana leaves. And he was doing some weird dance that I feel like he shouldn't be allowed to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. In every 2004 he, film, there's a character who now watching it, it's like, oh, I don't think this should be allowed. Yes. Yeah, like exactly. this whole person. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we're we'll allowed today. Sixty percent of those characters are played by Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he seems exactly. to really take to those roles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder what that says. <laughs> Anything? Um. So yeah. So she she does end up kind of falling for him day after day. He decides to make her a video and help her every morning. Wake up and watch it and understand what has happened catch to her. Her life. Catch, catch up, up her, her life. On her yeah. Life. That she doesn't remember. Some days she reacts well to it. Others she reacts less well because every day she learns that a year of her life has gone by and she doesn't yeah. know any of it. Um, and uh, they end up, uh, it works out. It's yeah. a rom-com. Right, it works <laughs> right? out. It works out. It's all great. Yeah. yeah. Although um, it's so weird when she wakes up to watch a tape and finds out that yesterday you were in Hawaii. Today you're in the Arctic and you have a five-year-old child. Yes. Like, if I woke up and like, that would just, I would, I don't know what I could, I would have to, I would need some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need like 90 minutes to myself in a closet. Even just like yes. waking up on a boat, that alone oh, would be, yeah. that alone, shocking. Terrifying. Right. Mm-hmm. In my own neighborhood on a boat, I would be <laughs> shocked. <laughs> Let alone I, a yes. completely different climate. I'd be climate. very surprised to wake up on a boat in West Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it would really throw me for a loop. <laughs> I'd be surprised. Even weirder in Atlanta, <laughs> the middle of Atlanta. Like, what? wait, what? Yeah. Shouldn't this be on the lake somewhere? Um, but yeah, and he wins over her dad and brother as well. Because at right. first they're like, don't come near her. She's got this this memory thing and all you're going to do is be a creep. And then yeah. they find out, oh, okay, he's not a creep. He's a cool guy. She clearly cares about him. So he wins them over. And that's kind of cute too, that it's sort of almost the long-term relationship is almost with her family rather than her because she can't right. really remember. So I thought that was kind of an interesting angle for that. But yeah. Yeah, he does sort of date her dad and her brother more than he dates her. <laughs> yeah. He kind of has to, right? Yeah. He has to be like, I brought flowers. I mean, you give them to her. Let's be honest. Isn't <laughs> that how it goes? Remember. Isn't We've that really how that. it goes? It's true, though. Yeah. <laughs> you date someone, you're dating their dad and their brother. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know. Yep. And you choose which love, one baby. you like best. <laughs> and then you choose which one you like the best and you marry them. And you marry that one. <laughs> You'll see all of them it's at the, family uh, reunions. It's going to be fun. Right, exactly. right. It's not weird. <laughs> not weird at all. It's the, what was that movie, River Runs Through It? <laughs> oh, I don't know. 
Wow, it's that Brad Pitt movie where she basically marries every single brother. Legends of the Fall, right? <laughs> Legends, yes, girl, of the Legends of the Fall. <laughs> yes. The Legends of the Fall approach. Queen. Queen. Absolutely. <laughs> Queen shit. She got them all. <laughs> she got them all. Not bad. Uh, the only other thing I remember about the film that really stuck with me was waffles. There's waffles in that movie that yes. were so good. I remember yes. that. <laughs> that explains. See, and you only saw part of it. I and the saw waffles stuck a glimpse. Out. This is Sienna and I's <laughs> brains. Sienna and my brains are very much like a Venn diagram, and in the middle is waffles and like Smash, the NBC show. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> that's a good Venn diagram. <laughs> waffles is a good thing to fixate on. I feel mm. safe, delicious <laughs> breakfast food. Yeah. I'll say I'll do a little uh, uh, inside baseball here because I, I, it gave me a little PTSD because I used to work props on movies oh. and um, watching and and a breakfast scene is mm-hmm. just going to be the worst day of your year. Oh, yeah. And I watching bet. her with those little waffle houses, I'm like, you know, they had 16 of those waffle houses off camera. And somebody spent the whole night making them. Yeah. And it's... Oh, and the toothpick. <laughs> I, I don't know how Drew Barrymore is, but some actors would be like, these waffles need to be hot. I'm not doing oh. this scene if they're not. That oh, kind of wow. thing. Even if she's not eating them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, lots of s- stuff like that. But, but you know, they, they did a good job with it. <laughs> but it was from an audience perspective. It was amazing. Yeah. So whatever, whoever <laughs> suffered for it, it was exactly. worth it. Exactly. Exactly. Whoever it sucked for, thank you. <laughs> thank for you for your, your service. service. <laughs> and yes. I will say, <laughs> they out. were she. They were pretty much dry waffles, which is a huge help. That's true. And that might have been Adam mm-hmm. Sandler. I've heard is like one of the best people to work for in Hollywood. He Aww. like takes care of everyone. Uh, apparently. This movie itself was originally written to take place in Seattle, and he said, "Let's Hello. all go to Hawaii instead." <laughs> okay, and and Why he not? loves <laughs> writing movies that take place in Hawaii, just so he can bring all his friends out there and have fun making a Hang movie. Out yeah. in Hawaii. Um, <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe he was like, "No syrup. That's too hard on the props, people." <sighs> That'd be nice. That's what when, I'm gonna think. Whenever there's somebody who's kind of like, they have weird characters or their their stuff could be obnoxious. I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it's like. People like it. But <laughs> since he plays a lot of screaming little boys, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. he right. must be really good to work with because he's made yeah. a lot yes. of movies. And so yeah. there are people who could be screaming little boys on screen and then also screaming little boys uh, off screen. But yes. then the successful ones, you're like, I bet they're great. Yeah. yeah. I bet, they, are. I bet yeah. they call for dry waffles on set. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> they're like, don't fuck this up too much because I don't want to make the props guy make a whole other one. Yeah. He's tired. <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> Just someone shaking in love... the corner surrounded by waffle scraps. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No more. Oh, God. Been there. Been there. Don't make another house. A tower this time? Why? <laughs> I'm not an architect. <laughs> I'm just a waffle I'm... maker. <laughs> I'm just a waffle I'm just guy. a humble studio waffle maker. <laughs> <laughs> The script we found out was originally called Fifty First Kisses. Oh, uh, that's which worse. Which Drew Barrymore yeah. says several times in the movie. Can we have another first kiss? Yeah, she does. Um, that. Oh, there's nothing like a first kiss. <laughs> she says yes. that. She says every, every time. time. And he's like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I, I read two things. One, in, uh, IMDb trivia said they changed it because they didn't want to confuse people with Drew Barrymore's 1999 movie, Never Been Kissed. Mm. Mm. Um but the director said that the marketing department found that the word kisses was turning off male audiences. 
Men, men don't like kissing. We can't handle Boys hate kisses. kisses. Boys hate kissing. Honestly, <laughs> from my experience. <laughs> One time, I mean, I'll share it on the pod. This is a romantic pod. Please bring it. I went yeah. on a hinge date last summer. And the okay. only thing really that we did was kiss. And then later he was like, I'm just not feeling it romantically. <laughs> What all the kissing? <laughs> and I was like, what? And my friend was like, yeah, I love kissing non-romantically. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What are you saying? <laughs> but, See, yeah, a kissing a professional friend. kissing. Wow. <laughs> a very business-like so kissing That guy colleagues. would have hated that title. <laughs> yeah. He was out. <laughs> Never Ew. seen 50 that first dates, I'm in. So tender. <laughs> Men hate kisses. <laughs> love love dates. Hate kiss. Love dates. dates. All about dates. Uh, right? Fascinating. <laughs> well, I guess, we're, what are we, three to one women to men is that the gender ratio of this current zoom yeah yes okay so eli as a man yeah (laughs) would you see 50 first kisses i mean i technically i didn't see 50 50 first dates right for a long time not by choice it's hard to say (laughs) the the title wasn't what was uh putting me (laughs) in a while maybe the focus Uh, group was not being asked the right questions (laughs) right yeah (laughs) this is yeah, I need more information about <laughs> what was being asked in the room, what was being shown in the room. But I will say, I never saw Never Been Kissed. Mm. Um, what kiss movies have I seen? I saw, um, no, I, I'm trying to, I didn't yeah. see Kiss the Girls. Okay, uh, I didn't see, can't think of other movies that have kiss in the title. <gasps> maybe I. Maybe you do hate maybe kisses. Maybe I do hate <laughs> kisses. Oh no. I have, I have. Dang. Uh, do you think more men would have seen it? Is this allowed to ask? Do you think more men would have seen it if it was, 51st sex? <laughs> 51st sex? Probably, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, is that, why is that why they're not into it? Because kisses, they're like, oh, like, I don't need to kiss anyone. <laughs> oh, sex? I'll do that. <laughs> oh, no in kissing. That case. <laughs> very uh, pretty woman about it. Yeah. <laughs> no right. kissing, sex only. <laughs> 51st sex. First bang. Bang. Yes. Well, that's we used to experience that on our podcast. We both got bangs. Yes. Oh, I like, yeah. <laughs> have to clarify. Yeah. Bangs. Oh, and yes, you can say anything in this podcast. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. We're we explicit have every episode. So. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, get ready. <laughs> Go. <laughs> say your favorite curse word now. <laughs> No. Oh, sorry. She'd been holding on to that for a while. You can finally yeah. release that guy. <sighs> I feel so much better. Every hour I have to say yeah. Fair. Fair. That's her I weird amnesia thing that she has. It's my thing. She has to say yes. It's my thing. She forgets if she said it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, I better go for it just in case. She'll forget everything if she doesn't say ass once an hour. <laughs> Right, let's make that movie. Ready, <laughs> if I'm we could just be making shit up, <laughs> let's do it. So, okay. So at the end of the day, this movie is about a, a sweet couple, a woman who can't remember, who wakes up every day realizing that she's been dating Adam Sandler for a while. <laughs> um, and one day wakes up and realizes that she has a five-year-old son with him. Oh. Uh, or daughter. Or daughter. I can't remember. daughter? There's a daughter. Yeah. But- yeah, that's really like a horror. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, there is what? a horror movie version of this out there. <laughs> Which she points out in the movie, but we don't see is the while she was pregnant. Can you imagine waking up oh, eight God. months pregnant 
and have to like watch a freaking videotape that's explaining to you, oh, why you are suddenly have alien like <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, an alien parasite. The I don't, day, that would just that would trauma. The day you give birth would be the most horrifying day. Oh my god! <laughs> you wake oh up god. and you're, they have to take you to the hospital, and you weren't right. like yeah. what? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Like, don't, don't worry. You'll forget it tomorrow. You live on right, a yeah. boat and are pregnant? Like, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, and what if, like... Are you sure I signed those... up for this? Show me a tape of me saying yes to this. Seriously. <laughs> that is what I need to see. You need a lot of <laughs> consent going on. What if it's one of those multi-day labors, too? Oh, yeah, true. Where, oh, oh, my gosh. She could forget up, after she falls asleep. You wake up and you're already in labor. Does it? Last thing you question. knew. <laughs> <laughs> is her is her memory thing it resets when she goes to bed right roughly yeah it's, in the well, movie, it seemed yeah, that like seems it was after she went to sleep yeah she would wake up the next day That's just keep her like. awake <laughs> all the time yeah. I wondered what happens yeah what about naps oh she shoot nap? mm, she, she nap? forgets a little <laughs> yeah. she, she forgets that morning but, right yeah. <laughs> she remembers going down for the nap right right um, I will say I think the walrus Stole the show. Uh, well, the absolutely. walrus name was is named Jacko, and yes. it's, it's uh, Adam Sandler's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> because, besides, because his other best friend is Rob Schneider. Oh my so God. anyway, Jacko's yeah. his best friend. He's a better listener, so, and he gives great high fives. So, so you might there is a world in which Drew Barrymore wakes up nine <laughs> yes. months pregnant, married to a man whose yeah. best friend is a walrus. Yes, exactly. Oh exactly. And Rob Schneider. <laughs> And worse, it's like an it incredibly just gets problematic worse. version of Rob Schneider. <laughs> right. The more things you say, the worse it gets. <laughs> that is a horror right there. Yeah. I, I don't way, want that I, to happen to me. I really don't want that to happen to me. I'll say it. I don't, no. I don't want that. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the first to say. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please, no. Oh. Well, fortunately, the neuropsychologist Sally Baxendale we mentioned earlier says the movie falls into Hollywood traditions of pretty much making up an amnesia condition to fit the plot device. <laughs> okay. She also says, quote, some viewers might envy Miss Barrymore's ability to forget her romantic encounters with Mr. Sandler. <laughs> oh, my Ouch. goodness. Wow, Sally. Harsh, All right. fair. Damn, Most didn't know you were a movie right. critic. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> Diana asked me while we were watching it, because I'd said, I've, you know, it must be really shocking to, you know, you're Drew Barrymore and you wake <laughs> up and you realize that your long-term boyfriend that you didn't know about is Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. And she said, would you, you know, would you be upset if you woke up and found out that I was your wife and you had no idea? And oh, my like, God. You're not. You're not Adam <laughs> Sandler. Risky game to play. <laughs> Very risky. I know. Yeah. Well, we've been together for a while. So you got to, again, got to yeah. keep the risk, you know, keep it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, There's you gotta no give somebody way. an opportunity to say something know, that's really gonna like upset you. <laughs> if I woke up next to you and it was just a strange man in my bed, uh-huh. I would freak out. Like sure. I think I would freak out. And then yeah. also yeah. we've moved a few times. It yeah. would be a new Ooh. house. Would I remember my dog? That's very upsetting. <laughs> but we might finally watch our wedding video, which we've hey, never true. watched. Oh my gosh. That's so right. that's right. We're very bad at that. Sort yeah, of thing. we have we it. Keep all, forgetting. We just don't. Is, it. Did it get cut yeah. together as like a narrative or a, what, what happens in a wedding video? <laughs> Great. Question. I don't know. I don't do you guys know, know what the video is about? How does it end? We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, with me on top of the piano, but <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I think he was gone by then. No, I saw you on the top of the piano. 
No, the videographer. Oh, the videographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we did ask a friend of ours, so he might have actually, he, he, he did actually, actually reach out. was like, did you watch it? Is it good? I hope it's good. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> we never did watch it. So I'm like, oh, what yeah. if he did something special? <laughs> we oh don't know. Right. He like if... asked all our friends to say nice things about us. And we never oh, that's watched. very sweet. I that know. is truly funny that you've never watched that. <laughs> you watch it. Yeah. You'll watch it. You'll watch oh, it sometime it and it'll feel great. It doesn't have to be now. I'll right. be like, look how young I am. It was not that right. long ago. <laughs> when, we're, when we're like so hanging on by a thread, things aren't going yeah. so good. We'll, we'll be like, in. let's let's watch this when video. things start going downhill. Yeah. 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 So when I wake up next to you and don't remember and you. Scream. Yeah. Not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As soon as one of you befriends a walrus, in. you got to turn on that, that video. Right. I mean, Although, also, there's a, a walrus polycule in this movie where because oh, yeah. Jacko has three girlfriends. He does, oh, yeah. They all live together in harmony and right. I would also watch that movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just saying. It's like more of, more of this like walrus. It's like Love place. Island but with walruses. Oh my gosh. Ugh. That's so important. like blow kisses to each other. <laughs> I'm, I mean, That's an incredible idea. That's all I'm saying. It's like a planet Hello, Earth. animal planet. <laughs> Love, <laughs> yeah. Hear us out. Hot British walruses go to Majorca <laughs> for six weeks. <laughs> sort of slap an amazing around. idea for you. We're going to make so much money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Well, we've we've gone on about 50 first dates, but we do have an actual ridiculous romance that we should get to. Um, So let's take a little break Mm -hmm. and then let's come back and talk about uh, these true stories. A couple of true stories that kind of mirror this movie a little bit. Uh, We'll get to that right after this. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. All right. So as we've said, there's a lot of info out there that 50 First Dates is based on this true story, but it definitely is not (laughs) actually based on this true story. There have been a few similar incidents, but the movie doesn't parallel like anybody's story directly. They definitely took many a liberty (laughs) with this tale. Most of the other stories of this type of amnesia I found, a lot of them were in the U.K., Oh. Um, nobody, nobody hanging out on the beach in Hawaii, which sounds like a way better place. Yeah. I mean, no, no judgment to the UK, who we love, but uh, <laughs> but it's Hawaii, Hawaiian <laughs> beach. If I got to be dealing with some shit, it's not not a bad place. Ew, That's funny. Have this funny. nice lady actually... making spam and eggs every day. I would you feel take that I would UK rather be Hawaii? in crisis in the UK. <laughs> That's fair. Just put me in a okay. field you know, and let me kind of deal with it in the rain. Okay. Like a meadow. I'll go on some <laughs> cake at a local cafe and then stop by the pub. <laughs> yeah, I should. I let the scenery get ahead of me there because actually now that you mention it, the idea of being trapped on a tiny island dealing with a crisis does sound a, a little worse. Put me on a bigger island. <laughs> Send me to the yeah. UK. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is one similar story uh about Michelle Philpotts from Lincolnshire, a region in England. And Michelle was born in 1965. When she was 20 years old, she was in a serious motorcycle accident and hit her head. Mm. Then just five years later, in 1990, she was in a serious car accident and she sustained more head injuries. I know, I'm like, maybe we don't motor around anymore. Stop going anywhere. Maybe we ride a bus. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But the trauma came on gradually over the course of a few years. And by 1994, she was diagnosed with epilepsy as a result of these two accidents. Ah. Mm. So she, you know, is dealing with seizures. She started to become more and more forgetful. Eventually, she even lost her job because she spent an entire day just photocopying the same document over and over again. Damn. Um, Damn. Yeah. Damn. Uh, eventually, her memory deteriorated where she couldn't remember anything past the year 1994. Uh, this was anterograde amnesia, which, like we said before, affected mostly her episodic declarative memory. So she could still remember who she was. Uh, she remembered what her life was like before the accident. She remembers meeting her husband, Ian. They met in 1985, the same year as the motorcycle accident. But they didn't get married until 1997 mm-hmm. after she lost her memory. So she knows who he is every day. She knows she's dating him, but she doesn't know they're married. Um, Do you think they had a wedding video? He says he's got an album he shows her every morning. They got some photos. That's pretty close to what we'll eventually have to do (laughs) when I lose my memory. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And in her day-to-day, Michelle leaves post-it notes for herself everywhere. And she's now, like, able to leave herself helpful reminders on her cell phone these days. Right, right. Um, Fortunately. But, yeah, she... 
she must be very conf- I mean, do you wake up and think it's 1994 and then someone's like, look at this magic rectangle. Oh, my God. <laughs> it does yeah. everything. Like suddenly going from no cell phones to like an <laughs> iPhone 12. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Like, that's a little bit interesting. She has, she has to like retrain herself on it every day oh, or man. something. I don't know. Wow. That's got to be so hard. That's like there's a, a trend joke online of like, if you gave Abraham Lincoln a Sprite, he would die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> People just cannot <laughs> process today from the past. A sprite. <laughs> like I a McDonald's that. Sprite. <laughs> it would yeah. kill him immediately. <laughs> Did y'all ever watch the show Good Omens? Yes. No. Or read the book? There, I love the, um, the prophet, the witch in that story is from like the 1600s or something and she could see the future and they have all her predictions but they don't make any sense because she doesn't know what she's looking at so she's like I don't know it looks like some kind of big metal Uh, she can't even know what metal is so she would just have to describe what she was looking at and they're trying to figure out as time goes on where they belong I just think that makes so much sense for fortune telling because how Mm -hmm. would you look 300 years in the future and have any idea what you were looking at (laughs) Like, there's something called a Sprite. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> don't drink it. It looks like oh, there's a poison. lot of energy in it. Yeah. <laughs> energy in Witchcraft. it. <laughs> it's heresy. Yeah. I love Lincoln even, with a Sprite. I do love Lincoln with a Sprite. <laughs> I know. It's very funny. Even from 1994 to now is such a, yeah. a change. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, we got to explain 9-11 to her every day. Oh, God. Oh, every Jesus. day? I don't know about every day. Every day. day. <laughs> yeah. I know. We don't first things first. Day. All right. Good morning. <laughs> I know. I know you live in the UK, but this is the really most important thing you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Start no. with the Alamo. <laughs> we'll go. American go history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has amnesia? Oh, uh, no. The Alamo. <laughs> She's, she's not, not gonna, gonna remember, remember the Alamo. <laughs> Somebody call the doctor. It's all we asked. <laughs> it's all we want. No. We had one job about the Alamo. <laughs> now you can't even do that. Oh. So poor Michelle's trying to tap up on her cell phone every day and figure oh. that shit out. Figure out who Siri is. And she and Ian sat down. Uh, for an interview with Matt Lauer on oh. today on the Today Show in 2010. Oh, and, Matt Lauer. Yep. You, you, you know, Beth, they have to tell her about Matt Lauer. Poor woman. I know about Matt Lauer. Wait, <laughs> Matt, Matt oh, Lauer surely wishing everybody still thought it was 1994. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I yeah. love this interview subject. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she has no idea. God. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wow. And by the end of the interview, she had forgotten Matt Lauer's name. So hopefully we'll all be her. there one day. Yes. Let's all get a little bit of Michelle's energy mm-hmm. <laughs> on this one. She wakes up every day thinking Bill Clinton is the U.S. president. Ace of Bass is the hottest music on the charts. And everybody is lined up around the block to see Forrest Gump in theaters. Wow. So that's a bit of a mixed bag for all Michelle. Um, Fortunately, she got a surgery in 2005, which did stop the seizures for the most part. Um, But the memory conditions themselves don't really improve. So at this point, she has to wake up every day and kind of just fill in the last 18 years of her life. Oh, my gosh. She said that some moments stick better than others. Actually, that'd be 28 years. It would be. Right? 94? Yeah. Oh, God. We're so oh, yeah. old. We all got very young for a second there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Woo! Yes. I felt it, too. I felt 18. a little. Oh, no. <laughs> totally. <laughs> 
Yeah. She says some moments stick better than others. For example, like she would go on the Today Show and she said she would have a memory of having done that. She's like, this will probably stick. I'll have an idea that I came to New York and went on this big interview. Mm, But while she's in New York, seeing these individual landmarks, they would show her pictures like you were at the Madison Square Gardens yesterday. And she's like, nah, sure. okay, if you say so. (laughs) And doesn't remember that. Wow. But uh, so is it like a big event thing, maybe, or something? That yeah, like, I guess so. Makes like, it enter your long-term memory mm, in a different way. I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, because that seems like I had to travel, so it's like a big event. So maybe that's mm-hmm. why right. it sticks a little better. Really but significant. I don't. I know so little about the brain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't. Kinda... Just like we should know more about our own. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My brain's not interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's barely functioning, and that's all it needs to do. Truly. Uh, there is, a, for a while, she couldn't remember, like, series of numbers, but she has now gotten up to being able to memorize six numbers in a row, she said, by uh, picturing punching them into a keypad so she can remember not the numbers but the pattern. Oh. Uh, that that helped her do it, which I get that, too, because if I, someone tells me a phone number, I have to envision dialing really? it in huh. on a keypad. That's how I remember. It's just the pattern. Oh. No? That's just me? Yeah. No, I think I'm more of a rote memorizer. Like, I'd have to say it a few times or yeah. write it down a few times, and then it might stick. But I, c- yeah. I couldn't picture a, a pat. That would never work for me. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I, lost my- I was do-to-do, and then I went off <laughs> right. to a whole other whole Has other she place. been able to work? She has not been working, and they talked in a in an interview about uh, the challenges with dealing with the UK disability program mm-hmm. and how they've you know kind of gotten it and then lost it and had to fight to get it back again a few times. Um, which, of course, living here in the US, just even having the option <laughs> right. to fight for it, it sounds like a dream. Yeah. Oh my god, paradise! <laughs> right, very happy for them. Better, the better than Hawaii. To pay for this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that was something I did like about the movie was that he was so like you you don't have to cut her off from a lot of life just because she has a disability. Yeah. She can mm. still get married, she can still have kids, she can still have a full life and we can figure it out. Like I did really like that. Yeah. You yeah. Know, message, I guess if you could say. Uh, in the film and it was also very frustrating to be like well and they got married and that's great but in America actually uh, dis- people with disabilities lose their benefits if they get married uh, uh, and really so they can't often yes they can't that's actually there's a lot of there's a whole like there's no marriage equality in America yet because disabled people cannot get married without losing their benefits wow. so they're like, especially if, if two disabled people want to marry each other they certainly can't because they have no other you know income what? to live on this country so, is so isn't that bad. Wild? <laughs> it's, it's, just it's so frustrating. Misery. Oh my so God. yeah, I was like, well, that's cool that she got married to him and everything. It's just too bad that you might not see that in real life right. in America, at least. Right. What does the government think know. happens if you have a disability and then get married? Uh, right. <laughs> They're like that. That D's going to do it for you. <laughs> oh. I guess I don't know. Well, you're your <laughs> spouse's question. problem now. Yeah, I guess. Mine. Yeah, you're your spouse's problem, and if you both have live on disability benefits you shouldn't be together you're not a whole person i don't i don't know oh yeah i think it's it's like that it's so dehumanizing to say like i don't deserve every other you know every right. option that's available to me yeah. yeah um i was gonna say though talking about when she she's working in the movie drew barrymore's character is working like as an art teacher at the end and Adam Sandler has this idea that she remembers him now. She she goes to oh, yeah. he goes to see her, and she doesn't know who he is really. But she takes him into a room, and she has painted 
hundreds of paintings of Adam Sandler. And what's amazing is that they're all in very distinct different artistic styles yes. <laughs> so i'm like she is a master of every like, yeah a bust. <laughs> she had made a bust of adam right. sandler's face and neck and shoulders there's like neoclassical realism and uh, like cubism, the, the cubism and all these things it's, you wake up one day you're like artist. i need to speak to a professional i just made a bust of adam sandler and i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> I think I'm very sick. <laughs> Something is happening. <laughs> Something is clearly. She also wrong. played it really cool when he oh, walked yeah. in, and yeah. this man that she's been mysteriously painting for <laughs> months. Goes, My no. Muse. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, it's you. There's a bust of you in the band. Do you want to see it? I've been expecting you. Did I make you? <laughs> I know. Did I dream you to life? It's another one. My goodness. Well, Michelle Philpotts is her husband, Ian, is kind of the real Adam Sandler <laughs> in the most complimentary way we can say that. <laughs> uh, because he did stay with Michelle this whole time uh, after both of her accidents and after all of her issues with her memory and stuff. Mm-hmm. He married her in 1997, despite, you know, the challenges of her condition. And he said, quote, it can be frustrating for me, but I have to be patient and understand and accept that she struggles to remember. I have to keep calm because I love her. She still remembers when we first met, but it's the day-to-day things she struggles to recall. So he's got to just constantly be like, you you know, yesterday you promised to, I don't know why I let you promise anything (laughs) yesterday, (laughs) but you promised to do that thing today. (laughs) That's really sweet. Yeah. I know. It's nice. They wow. seem like a good couple. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been doing this for a while now. I know. And I did wonder that about Fifty First Dates because the, the first time we see her tape about her condition, he's like, I'm going to fill you in on everything you've missed so far. Right. And I'm like, don't, doesn't it, as time goes on, that tape's going to get so, so long. long. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Doing, right. She's going to take all day to watch it and then she's going to miss a day of her oh, life. Yeah. <laughs> but another great thing, you know, as smartphones show up and mm-hmm. you can just take quick videos that's got to make it so much easier True. right instead mm. of having a full-on video camera every day yeah. like film just myself saying yes you are married to adam sandler it's okay you like it it's <laughs> right. been good you like it mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason yeah yeah actually that does uh bring me into another couple this woman nikki pegram and her husband chris are dealing with a similar situation also a British couple. Um, in 2014, Nikki slipped and hit her head on a metal pole oh, God. and uh, lost her short-term memory after that. And she did an interview on Good Morning Britain in 2015, a year later, where she discusses the, the journal that she has to keep every day. And what was really crazy to me is she had to write in that journal on the first page, it says, Chris is not lying to you about anything. So she's got to tell herself every day, like, listen, it's you're going to think he's manipulating you or something, but he's I not. Mean, this is all true. Whatever he tells you, which is so wow. scary to me. Yeah. Um, right. Well, and even in the movie, she has a journal where she's writing to herself and she mm-hmm. says, it's like I'm telling myself instead of being told and I prefer it. But yeah. then she completely erases their entire relationship by throwing out every part of her journal <laughs> right. that mentions him. How weird to do that to yourself yeah. or have the ability to do that right. to somebody. It was crazy. And then he helped her do it. It's fucking yeah. In the movie, he helped yeah. her do it, which I was yeah. like, that's really painful breakup. Like you straight up have to <laughs> erase your whole existence you. from their yeah. life. <laughs> but that movie, that also, like the movie had a lot of interesting things about kind of that sort of consent because mm-hmm. she just trusted that. She said, if I'm breaking up with you, 
I'm trusting that you're going to agree to that and not That's show up true. tomorrow Whoa. and tell me that this never happened, which is, you know, again, that movie only works with everyone being a good person yeah. um, mm-hmm. because you just sort of know, oh, OK, well, he's not going to show up tomorrow and pretend that never happened. Yeah. He asks at one point, what if I just do that? And she says, you know, I think she just says you won't. He's like, yeah, I won't. Well, and at least her dad and brother are there to like <laughs> yeah. help with that a little True. bit. But if right. she was alone and single and like no family around, yeah, mm-hmm. she could. She would have to really hope for the best yeah. in that situation. Yeah. Ugh. This woman, uh, Nikki in England, she said she has a really hard time reading that journal every day. Again, like sometimes it's harder than others. She even said during that interview, she's like, I only slept a couple hours last night so I can still kind of remember yesterday. So I guess Whoa. it is like a really hard okay. reset during sleep. Whoa. Um, but uh, but they said that their doctors told them there is a possibility that she will just be sitting on the couch one day and suddenly remember everything. Uh, it's not likely, and it's more likely that she'll it'll never come back. But apparently, that's they've told her that's a possibility. Now that wow. would be an experience I would pay like a simulation chamber for, where you're just sitting there one day and suddenly a bunch of memories come flooding into your Whoosh. brain. Yeah, that's got to be very weird. Yeah. I don't want it for my real life, but I would do it once and like simulate like in a hologram. <laughs> I would not want that. <laughs> right. As someone who does not remember a lot of things, I'm like, I think actually I'm good. Yeah. You're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> don't like, love it. I, I'm going to assume my brain decided for a reason yeah. that that memory is gone. We don't gone. want that one. <laughs> Unless you could pick a um, genre of memories to come rushing back right. of like some right. real slapper moments from the past where you were like, this is great. <laughs> Only those like, you'll just get yeah. hit by on the couch. Or what if, I don't know if y'all ever saw Total Recall, the Arnold movie from the 80s. He, no. uh, he there's this, <laughs> that the setup of that movie is there's a service where you can go have memories of a vacation implanted in your head. So it feels, so you're sort of living it in real time during the procedure and you wake Whoa. up with the memory of the vacation. And he chooses uh, a spy mission on Mars. <laughs> and then you don't okay. know the whole movie if it's really happening or if it's just a, it's great. It's a great wow. <laughs> but I think it about that. Good. I'm like, what if I could just think I have a memory, like mm-hmm. a fabricated, really cool memory? Yeah. I so spoke to a neuropsychologist shit. once about my clinically shitty memory. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she said, I, I asked her, I was like, can you work on, you know, getting your old memories back? And she said, it's, we, we don't really push for it because you can't trust them. Yeah. So whatever you develop is probably not even what really happened anyway. Mm-hmm. God, that's so weird. Isn't that strange? Yeah. So so yeah. weird. Memory is the weirdest shit. Because they even say if as, when you do remember something, the more if the more you tell the story of the memory, the more mm-hmm. you're creating a false memory right. in yeah. place of the real thing. Yeah. Oh, high so school psychology is rushing back to me right now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's long term potentiation. Oh my god. <laughs> Psycho babble. You're Pop getting psych- the memories. It's happening. The simulation. <laughs> it's real. Uh, I'm on Mars. <laughs> and now, oh my God. Y'all seen this, um, the Snapchat filter that makes it look like you're crying? Yeah. Or the TikTok filter? It's incredibly the, funny. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, this is, I can't, we can't trust anything anymore. We can't trust no. our memories and video documentation mm-hmm. is out the window. Mm-hmm. Nothing is real. Yeah. Uh, so you might as well just go with whatever memory go you have. Go with the flow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever story die. you like best. Go with the flow, <laughs> baby. Exactly. exactly. Chill out. I love yeah. it. Put a filter on <laughs> while the world ends. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. My Aunt Kathy, who listens to this podcast, so she'll hear this. She'll hey. love it. Uh, they hey, did a... 
her my cousin, her daughter, did a video of her getting her birthday cake. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I'd seen this filter, so I genuinely thought it was real. <laughs> and she is just weeping as like, she hands this her this like store bought in a box <laughs> yeah. birthday cake. And I was like, Wow, she was really touched. Jeez, God. This cake. Obsessed with this cake. <laughs> but she showed the full video and just for a second as she turns her head, it like cuts back to her real face. Smiling, mm-hmm. laughing, yeah, and it's it's the most haunting thing. Oh I can't yeah, handle it. We are inching <laughs> so close to just living in a Black Mirror episode. Yes, where yes, <laughs> nothing is real. <laughs> oh, at least give me a spy mission to Mars or something cool, right? <laughs> to yeah. live in, give me a this waffle apartment, <laughs> and I'm good to go. A waffle apartment. Let me live and in the waffle apartment. Do you get waffles after this? <laughs> I really want a waffle. Oh, I was man. just thinking, that, yeah, they're so good got at the place. What are you pointing yeah. at? Barney's Beanery. They're oh. so good. <laughs> Shouts out to local. What are you pointing at? Hotspot Barney's Beanery. <laughs> I was like, you're pointing at my dresser. There's no waffles in there. Uh, There's waffles in there. You're pointing at a picture I of my dog. I'm on my LA list right now. Yeah. Barney's we'll Beanery. We'll be there later this year. Barney's There's beanery. no parking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I assume there's no parking. You just have to move within are. walking distance. Where? In their parking lot. <laughs> Apparently there's parking. I've parked twice. What neighborhood are we talking? Well, this is West Hollywood, West Hollywood. Where I live, okay, so yeah. I just walk there. That's great. Oh, that's, that's where, great. That's we why stayed, you think there's no parking. Because there. uh-huh. you've never had a car there. Because I've never parked. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my memory works. <laughs> like, I've never thought about it. I really don't feel that I have established some object permanence in some ways <laughs> where like if I haven't seen it, it's not real. It doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. It's great being um, a co-host of someone who uh, who doesn't really remember anything. I don't know if you feel this way, Diana. Right. Yeah. <laughs> where, because when I do remember something, Liana will be so impressed. <laughs> She'd be like, how do you know? How are you sh- How are you sure that we did talk about this in the episode? And I'm like, because I remember doing that. <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, well, I, I impress myself sometimes because like Diana will say, I don't think we've seen that movie. And I'm like, oh, no, I know that we have. <laughs> I actually remember this. That's yeah, true. it's rare. With but some it's things, I have a very good memory. Yeah. But with other things, like sometimes with movies, I'm like, well, anyway, that was that happened. Oh, yeah. We're putting that somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Some moves it's past your eyes. Yeah. I hold on to yeah, very definitely. little information. Just like yeah. almost anything that's said to me, I will not remember. <laughs> but you're so productive and like efficient. I think I'm maybe very that's inefficient. Why? I think Sienna remembers everything. Mm, that and might be why. It takes her two hours to like send an to email. To do anything. Yeah. Me, totally, I'll send 100 th- emails in an hour and I won't remember a thing. <laughs> yeah. So you send in the ways, same the email to the same person a hundred times. Photocopying <laughs> the same document. Okay, he's just circling back. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, you just sent this five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had time to respond. <laughs> I could. Information stays pretty well with me, but events are like, it, oh. it yeah. never happened. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I can remember That's, lines. Like, if I have to memorize lines for something, yeah. I can yeah. do it super quick and I can hold on to yep. those. But yep. significant travel moments, family memories, oh. <laughs> nothing. We we honeymooned. We had an amazing honeymoon. Honeymoon yeah. alert because we, oh. we haven't talked about <laughs> the show too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we were in Europe. Uh, we did a whole backpacking thing. Oh. Yeah. We were there for a while. And um, I know that we did, but... Uh, <gasps> that is tough. Well, <laughs> yeah. That is, it sucks too, because it was Europe. It's totally worth remembering. Right. But we did do a lot of museums, and they kind of, they do mm. kind of smear together in my brain. I can't sure. tell you which, sure. you know, day we were irritated by which tour group at which museum. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. it definitely happened multiple times. Yeah. I remember getting kicked out of the Louvre. 
You got kicked out of the loo? It was closing time. That sounds way cooler. You can't say that shit without a good story. You know the French, you know how they are. They make it so. They close their businesses and then you have to leave. We were so close to the paintings I wanted to see and we're like, they're right there. And there's these guards shooing us out. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Ambiento. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Time for me that to go home time. and make love to my wife. Well, that's really hard. I'm so <laughs> sorry my that, that happened to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you had to leave the Louvre when it closed. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. We 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 live <sighs> a challenged life. It's tough <laughs> for us around here. Yeah, it's yeah. really. He had to write about it in his journal. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but he uh-huh. got over it. Every day, I'm writing a one man show about it. A <laughs> one man show about my struggle. What yeah. we need more than ever is more one man exactly. shows. Yes, a real dirt yeah. <laughs> about going to Europe. It's a unique experience. My perspective mm-hmm. is valuable. Yeah. Yes. People need to hear yeah. it. Yeah, that's a take My straight no one has white ever male seen. perspective of being in Europe <laughs> is really important. <laughs> that's okay. I went to the Rob, Rob Schneider School of Acting. I'll throw some accents <laughs> in there. Oh, It'll be great. Yeah. I'll do my own diversity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, we're very boutique uh, diversity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> B-Y-O-D. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Could you try it again, but more diverse? <laughs> we really care. <laughs> well, we have taken up a lot of your time. We're so glad you guys came on the show today to talk about this movie, this these couples, this crazy situation. Yeah. Um, Thank you that, so much for having us. people are out there dealing with. Yeah. Oh, it was, no, so it was much really fun. fun. We've got to do this again. There's yes. got to be another movie out there. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, we, I mean, I, I love a movie, but we have not seen this BAFI. <laughs> I love a movie. No. <laughs> the top 100 list ourselves. We've you watched all the Marvel MCUs. Oh, yeah. Well, multiple times. <laughs> if but you've seen I, Moon Knight, AFI... you've seen a better experience than any film on the AFI list. <laughs> Moon Knight. <laughs> I've talked about it on so many recordings. <laughs> it's like oh, it's yeah. becoming a problem. We definitely <laughs> slip into our like Marvel tangents a definitely. lot on this show yeah. too. <laughs> we should just have a little segment. <laughs> Marvel alert! I did have <laughs> Marvel yes, alert. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I did have fun listening to you guys tear apart ET. That was the first episode of yours I listened to, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> ET finally getting the treatment he deserves." Finally, <laughs> we were passionate <laughs> it's about bad that. Time. Yeah, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> so uh, little puppets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> little fucky puppet. <laughs> He's a creep. He's a creep. He's in my closet. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Another Drew Barrymore film. Ah, uh, Drew yes, Barrymore, here we go. See, full, full circle. circle. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Drew Barrymore. She's out there. She's I, You know what? She was the heart of this Actually, movie. Yes, for sure. She, did. She, she really held it all She's together. She's endearing. She got me teary. Yeah. She got me teary when yeah. she first found out and then she had to really do some acting there. And I was like, yeah. damn, that was pretty good, Drew. You yeah. went to your knees on that dock and I felt that. We we briefly saw that scene. Sienna was like, I'm skipping to exactly the midpoint of the oh, film yeah. on I did. YouTube. <laughs> and it was that scene. I'd seen the beginning and then, by the way, this movie is free on YouTube. <laughs> I'd like to plug that now. Oh, Don't course. tell anyone. <laughs> the full movie. <laughs> the whole thing is out there. I knew I'd seen the beginning and the end, so I just had to check out the middle. <laughs> and I think I got it. I mean, what's a story about the beginning, middle, and end? I yeah. mean, you've seen it. Yeah. That's what I say. You don't have to watch That's... it in that order. <laughs> Just get to you all three end, at some point. Middle, beginning. Now yeah. it's like you're watching Memento. Right. <laughs> you did the Memento right. version of Fifty First Dates. Yeah, the remake. We've got a friend, uh, Jason, who's been on the show before, and yeah. he's he's got a philosophy that you should be able to watch 
20 minutes of any movie and get it. And at basically any point get it. At any point movie. of the movie, any 20-minute yeah. chunk, and you should have seen enough. That feels insane to me, but... <laughs> we sort of have the opposite <laughs> take where about a lot of these classics, we feel like you could easily cut 45 minutes to an hour and we would still oh, understand yeah. what yeah. you were trying mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would get everything you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Done. Absolutely. More way. <laughs> Our hottest take is that The Godfather could have been 30 minutes. And people get mad about that, but I think that's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I can't explain how, but I think it is. We could honor your movie in a way that people actually would be able yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I Very get it. True. I get it. Bit of a less of a time commitment. Yeah. Right. But they still it's like get the to polar enjoy. opposite of a director's cut. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Viewers so, cut. Like Two women's cut. cut of The Godfather. <laughs> the Toss Popcorn cut yeah. of The Godfather. Uh-huh. Right. Scrap like, that. Yeah, don't don't do that. that. Get rid of the I'm horse. <laughs> you remember those uh, illustrated classics? The, oh, book, the mini God, versions of classic books? Mm-hmm. It's just that. Yeah. Just that. Totally. Exactly. The abridged. Totally. Yes. Yeah. The Godfather Easily abridged. digestible. <laughs> yeah. The Goddad. The Goddad. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch it. I really am. I would also watch a recut of the 51st Dates trailer as a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would also watch it. That's like somebody put the Cats trailer to the music from the trailer for us, the like the very slowed down version of five on it. If you just (laughs) take that music and put it on the 51st Dates trailer, it's terrifying. It's horrifying. Very true. Mm -hmm. Very true. It's like, what is he doing to this poor woman? (laughs) What's happened? Now he's got a guitar. No, no get no. out of there. <laughs> That's the true horror is when a man shows up with a guitar. Yeah. No, you got to no. get out of there. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thanks so much for being here. This was so much fun. Yes. We definitely need to do it again. Yeah, it was really Everybody fun. listen to Tossed Popcorn. Absolutely. Do y'all have um, socials or anything you want to yeah. throw out for oh, our absolutely. listeners? Our podcast is at Tossed Popcorn all over Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I'm at Liana Holston on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Sienna Benna on Twitter and at Sienna Jekyll on Instagram. It is what it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to- just follow Tossed Popcorn. I do that more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That's where I'm at these days. Right. <laughs> um, well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Oh Great It's Eli. I'm <laughs> at Dynamite Boom. <laughs> and our show is at Radic Romance on those platforms as well. So check us out. Check out Tossed Popcorn. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we hope this episode sticks in your mind. For yeah. a long time. <laughs> keep, keep it. Keep it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth remembering. <laughs> and uh, remember that we'll have new episodes out next week. And we'll yeah. catch you then. Love you. Bye. So long, friends. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to our show. Tell your friends, neighbors, uncles, and aunts to listen to our show, Ridiculous Romance. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, 
offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 